Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! He's bound to die, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch old bandit run. All right. Welcome in to Three Dudes with a View, Tuesday edition. we got a short week this week. Hope everyone had a wonderful Labor Day weekend, uh, did what they wanted to do, uh, and uh, spent time with family, ate plenty of chicken, whatever. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris, is walking in the door right this very second. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. How was your Labor Day weekend? It was good. It was long, but it was good. There we go. Five kids, three days. Yes, sir. <laughs> He's lucky they want to kill it. I'm just glad two of them are back in school today. There we go. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How you doing? Mr. York, we can't hear you. What about now? There you go. You're on. Good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all are? Oh, how? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, good weekend. Still trying to enjoy some of it. Good deal. All right. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, Tennessee, Ron Hart. How you doing? Good morning. I bet Clayton didn't even stop the car this morning when he threw those kids out. They didn't come to a complete stop. <laughs> not, not not all the way, no. <laughs> there we go. All right, folks. Uh, once again, uh, the American media is showing us that at their core, they are actually – racist bigot homophobes sexist uh whatever because it uh, this elizabeth fletcher deal down in memphis you know ron where you went to school and if if you're a young good-looking white woman and you're abducted the american media will be all over it anything else no and uh you have to be a no no men identifying as uh as women will do you have to be a genuine crocodile dundee certified sheila uh to get the attention of the media and uh so there they go now i'm not you know it's a terrible thing but if it if it'd been an old black woman wouldn't see a thing about it no i saw the that what, did what's the deal with her? she started off as a report as an heiress and then the last report i saw she was just a plain old jogger so what's the deal with her uh, As she related Joe Orgel, I'm, I'm very familiar with the story. Uh, Joe Orgel started a big hardware company, supplies hardware companies, uh, uh, stores with hardware, three billion in sales. Old, 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 old Memphis Country Club family. So there's a certain amount of uh, John Grisham novel in this thing, and I agree with you. The, the African American uh, poor white kid, uh, someone from Trailer Park, they don't get that sort of coverage. But you know, like having said that, that's the intrigue that most novels are made of, and. And you know, again, they're supposed to sell papers, but I'm with you, Del. Don't act like you're you're race you're racially indifferent, and that you're so so high and mighty when you treat these stories in two different, entirely two different fashions. Yeah, and also on on the other side, she's um, 
Judge Welford's granddaughter, who's a federal judge. Oh, she is? Yeah. Well, that's all. They're all married in Memphis Country Club, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's all Memphis families. Yeah, uh, you get in Memphis Country Club like you get in a Piedmont Driving Club. Your granddad did something really special, or you marry a real lovely woman. There you go. His parents are members. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh yeah, I mean it. It uh, and, and meanwhile, dude's under arrest. Uh, he don't know nothing. Uh, he they found the body close to where they said he was cleaning out his interior of his uh-huh. car inside uh-huh. of an aban. I think I think this was an old abandoned school. Yeah, dude don't know nothing. He and his lawyer are already warming up his aces, his adverse childhood experiences, uh, to excuse his behavior. Yeah, but did, 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 so it was just a pure murder thing, 4.30 in the morning? Or was it kidnapping? I haven't heard the conclusion. What was the, what was the end game there? I mean, she didn't have any money on her running jogging in the morning at 4.30. I don't think we know. You know, we don't know what sure. happened. At least we, it hadn't been publicized yet. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, this and this Ace's business, folks, is a – you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's like the Eagles say, you know, get out your little inner child and get over it. Um, but um, they're particularly in, in black culture. Uh, and I'm not pointing this out as a fault at all. I mean, it's just the way it is. Uh, the At least with some black women, there's a tendency – not to pay as much attention to infants in their first year of life, uh, and what, what that's not true, Dell. Well, that's that, not true. It, it's been you know I went to a whole seminar on it, Mister York, and and I I, that, I don't care what seminar you want. That's not true. Everybody loves their child. Well, they, they do. do. It's, it, their ch- child. I, 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 they do. That that is true. It's how they love them and what the cultural. Uh, expression of that is and um what what a lot of defendants are asserting is that they didn't get the attention that they needed in their first year of life therefore they've grown up with no empathy and what about the rich white kid that that never had uh, like that case over in texas kid killed two or three people and they said he was suffering from Affluence and got off scot free. Well, and that's a whole other. Yeah, I mean, Mr. I mean, it's 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 not sure got off scot free. I mean, yeah, I mean, touche, Mr. York. Yeah, I don't think he got off scot free. I don't think he did on that. He didn't get any time whatsoever, and 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 killed two people in a car accident. I mean, touche. I mean, you're exactly right. And uh, but what I'm talking about right now is is a fashion in criminal defense. You know, these fads come and go. And um, just like in any any other business. And so the defendant asserts that he didn't get the uh, attention that uh, he or she needed. It's usually a he in the first year of life. And therefore, they develop no empathy. And that's how you get somebody who can just dump a body in a ditch and go clean out the car. And what was Jeffrey Dahmer's problem? Just plain ass crazy, <laughs> you know. I mean, parents, parents and feeding people. He'd kill you and eat you. Yeah, yeah. He's you'd a, be kind of fat. You'd be kind of fat one for him too. Yeah, he'd get get that hind leg and that arm. And yeah, stuff. he was just a cannibal, <laughs> wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and, 
John John Wayne Gacy, a big Democrat uh, up in up in uh, Chicago, Michigan, York, was a big Democrat uh, pole boss. John Wayne Gacy killed a bunch of boys and put them like, thirty two in his basement. Yeah, yeah. What, oh, I, I mean, my daughter went to Yale, and you know, the, all those Yaleys loved to talk about. You know, what is it? Ted Kaczynski went to Harvard. Yeah, the, yeah. the you know, bomber, you know, bomber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the, these things are just out there, but. Um, you know, I mean, this this dude de- definitely exhibits a classic lack of empathy, and you know what the social folks tell us is that that comes from not getting the attention. Uh, you know, when the when the baby reaches out and smiles and waves his or her hands, and you know nobody comes back and smiles and tickles their tummy or whatever, uh, then that. Yeah, some people social, are sad too. Social interaction is not dealt, developed. Yeah. The other thing you, you don't touch on is the way the media has said you're owed something, that white people have done you wrong, you've been done wrong for years, you've done wrong for years, and whatever. I, I think that feeds a little bit of justification for crime. If you're any form of um, you know minority, then you've been told by the media that you just have just been screwed over, and the white guy and that white person there did it to you, and that mindset seeps in. It's easy to justify something that cruel. But, but uh, Ron, you've never lived one day as a black person, so you can't even comment on that. Nor you as a white. So I, I never did anything to you. I, I've been oppressed by a lot of whites. Well, go after them, <laughs> not felt, me. Not, not the rest of society. I, I think it's just the opposite. I think, uh, you know, that, I think we've been nothing but fair and nice to African Americans in my generation. At least I know what? that. You're talking about oh, old generation. Where do you Mr. live at, man? You on planet Earth? What have I done to you? You haven't done anything to me, and, and, okay. and don't dare. <laughs> you know why? But I'm saying, I'm saying, you live on another planet if you don't know what's going on around you. You try to live in a bubble, and that's not going to work. Oh, so what have I done to you? I'm sorry. You haven't done anything to me. Well, at what point do y'all get over? No, so I don't know who who you have Never. mistreated or oppressed or done something to. I don't know your track record. Okay. But by, no, by you your, presume there is by one. Your verbiage, it yeah. tells me that you're kind of anti-black, anti-gay, uh, anti-trans, anti a whole lot of stuff. By you your that. No, that's the yeah. national media when you get abducted. Golly. Right. I mean, that's just what you believe. See, so if you believe that, you can justify doing anything and it push the races apart. It's probably why if Russia is pushing this thing or whoever other countries trying to ruin this country, that's a great way to ruin it. By all these, you know, these these fake narratives. That you begin with these fake narratives that I wish you harm. And I don't wish blacks well. I love. I mean, I don't. There's no ill will in me. It never has been at all to me toward blacks. Nor nor even that I really know. I don't. I wouldn't hang around with somebody that was that way. Duck wouldn't either. And Del's old. <laughs> Del, real old. <laughs> but, but the thing in this black and racial thing, you know, over the years. Has not, I, you know, I can look at two different worlds and, and attest that it hasn't changed that much. Now, I've lived, you haven't. You lived in one bubble all your life. I've lived in two different types of situations in my you're life. Looking for it all the time, you'll find it. I, I, I always thought it'd be I a great experience. It. I thought it'd be a great experience. I wish it would, I don't know if anyone's ever done this, Mr. York, but you take African American twins at birth. Is one of them an African American family tells them they've been screwed over their whole life. Their teachers in elementary school said they've been screwed over their whole life. Why he did it, and everybody tells them all through college they go, they go to college and they, you've been screwed over your whole life. Take the other African American kid, put it in a family that's positive. You can do anything, you know. Let's just get you going. Let's spend time with this. You know, you can do anything. 
I bet the outcomes would be entirely different. One of the big misnomers is that I heard a lady that was biracial. She was raised by a Caucasian family. And her plea was that Caucasians that raise biracial kids need to allow that child to understand her culture, the black culture. And she said she felt like she was left out of the world because when she got to be an adult, she faced some of the realistic things that were happening. In, in our society. Meghan Markle? No, not Meghan Markle. It was another lady. But she's she's realized that there are some there are some great discrepancies in social in the social world when it comes to different races of people. Now folks who are in the majority, you know, they, they enjoy staying in that boat. Well there's they, no structural they don't, they don't there's no structural there's no structural or legal differential. If you Some believe that, then it becomes the truth, right? If you're led to believe that by the media and everyone around you, you, you start to, that becomes your world. I don't Ron, think this is any... not the media. I've lived that life, sir. I've lived that life. It, it wasn't the media didn't have to tell me that when I worked for a company, there was racism throughout the company. The media so. didn't have to tell me that. When I went to a segregated school, media didn't have to tell me nothing. And then when, when I got to school, military, you had racism and seg- was integrated. In a segregated and school? didn't have to tell me anything because I you had I racism in a segregated school. There was huh? racism in a segregated school. No, in the in my city, in the town I grew up in. But well, right now, there's a big movement for African Americans to go back to all segregated dorms and schools and, and and such like that. Do you agree with that? It's not a big movement. Some people do just like some Caucasians. They find a place for their child to go to school that's best for their outcome. Well, Miss York, I tell you what, I mean, I've not lived as long as you have, but I was alive in the 60s, a little boy, and I saw how black people were treated back then. And there is a vast difference between the 60s and 70s and the present day in how uh, black people are are treated in American society, both legally, culturally, and morally. Among- There's some advances, but not a lot sometimes. Uh, that that I reject. It, it's a night and day difference. All right, let's take a break and come back. Visit your local Buick and GMC dealership first for new or pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Parks Motor Sales. At Parks, professional sales staff makes shopping easy. Buick and GMC financing can put you in the vehicle you want. And certified technicians keep vehicles running great. Experience the new Buick at Parks Motor Sales. Go online to parksmotorsales.com. Find your favorite vehicle. Then stop by Parks at 919 Nashville Highway for a test drive. Parks GMC. We are professional. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. 
Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the garbage man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Serving Murray County for 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has provided the highest quality jewelry at the very best prices. They work hard to make their customers happy, and it's paid off. Their customers keep going back. Quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. We offer jewelry loans up to $4,500, and we will buy your gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still the same. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. We're going to do what they say can't be done. We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound up. Watch your bandit run. We are back. Three dudes with a view. I am dude number three, Delph Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Delph. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delph. Good morning, everybody. And regular special guest dude on Tuesday, favorite son of Columbia, Tennessee, Ron Hart. How are you? Good morning. All right. Uh, folks, we got a lot of different directions we can go. Uh, and I will say that the aces I was talking about, I mean, nobody none of these seminars identify that as a as a black cultural problem but every uh example they ever present uh, as being a victim of aces or influenced by aces adverse child experiences uh you know they've all been black so that's uh that, that's that's they, they they dance around that now and as mr york very aptly points out uh all cultures have their 
problems <laughs> and they don't exist in every part of every culture either so that's being too general in uh in all that mess it's just that i i, I just hear all that you know that, that's a fad in criminal defense and uh and well, you I, lawyers will use almost anything that would help to defend your clients. Oh yeah, we we crawl on our <laughs> belly like a reptile. Um, but and it's a fad in criminal defense, and you know I, I just you know as the Eagles say, get out your little inner child and just get over it. You know, um, but uh, and I don't think when someone commits a heinous crime, they ought to be tried by the jury of their peers and and. For the most part, they ought to be convicted for doing that crime. I don't care who it is. Yeah, it, it's it's primarily a sentencing issue, though, Mr. York. You know, they they use it to plead that the sentence should be reduced or the death penalty shouldn't be imposed, that, that kind of thing. I, I mean, it's just, um, it's a fad, and it'll pass. There'll be another, but I, I just don't buy it much, you know. Another way for a lawyer to get a good rep. If he keeps getting clients off, he's going to get a good reputation. He's going to make more money. And bingo, that's exactly true. Uh, although, I, as a lawyer, I really fail to see that I just – these fans get going, and, and uh, you know, a lot of young lawyers get enamored with them, and, and I, I just don't see that fad as being very – uh, effective in client defense. But anyway, we will move on. Ron, this week you are writing in your column, appearing worldwide on many different platforms. I picked it up in the Daily Caller. Uh, student loan debt being forgiven. Uh, you're worried about that, you know, the, there'll be a shortage of strippers because they won't be having to dance out there to uh, pay back their loan. Yeah, that's going to be a, a real burden on all of us, I think. I'm afraid on that one. But yeah, so. Uh, the student loan debt, just ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand, whatever they're doing, it seems like a complete pandering to people. Uh, it's you know, a, trying to buy votes, exactly, and it's, it doesn't help anyone. It sends a, a moral hazard to the people that hey, you can take out debt, and it may be forgiven, or don't pay it, and it may be forgiven. It, it, the, the real problem here is the quality of college education these kids are getting, and their inability to get a job with that education. They're being indoctrinated, not not educated, and the people who come out of college with these these inane degrees, art history, or you name it, to get a job and really be a productive part of society to be able to pay off their student loans is, is just not out there. And colleges need to reevaluate, A, their costs, which have gone up twice the rate of inflation, and they burden these kids at age 17, 18. They sign these student loan debt papers. And they would finance a tattoo at that age if you put paperwork in front of them. The least in this, this debt that, that basically haunts them for life. So it's just a bad decision. Clearly, you know, he's down in the polls. It's a chance to put the pander to these, you know, kids that, you know, probably going to vote for him anyway because they like free stuff. But it's just not the right thing to do at this stage of the game. They need to address the real problem, which is higher education and all these administrators and how burdensome, you know, the rules are for, for education and, and, and the, the fact they're not responsible for the, for the product, which is the student. Hey, Ron, what happened to the 17 representatives in the state of Tennessee that got PPE loans? Were their loans forgiven? I know Marjorie Taylor Greene got $183,000. 
against I think all loans were forgiven in that space. Dollars and right. all their PPE loans were forgiven. That's a whole so different deal, that- Mr. York. That was supposed to be getting forgiven from the beginning, right? So you wouldn't sign up for them if you didn't know it was forgiven for a certain reason. It was to keep people employed during COVID. A whole different, well, I'm whole quite different sure they knew they were going to be forgiven. They're in Congress. They, they're where they make the laws at. They knew they were going to be that's forgiven. A, that's a huge stretch right there. If you're a congressman or representative that has a business, you were entitled to PPE loans, and they got them. They and were the first ones applied for them in many cases. Well, okay, well, then they got, they knew how to do it. They were up in Washington, D.C., and they yep, knew how to apply for They're making the laws, and they're making the money. Well, I think what the money was spent for is to, is to keep people employed and hired. So ultimately, the money went to the employees. Yeah, and, and Mr. York, I, I don't – there wasn't any conspiracy. Anybody who's in business, you know, the minute they heard about it, immediately called their banker, and, and that's how it worked, you know. So they, they immediately got it because they're a representative and congressman, and they – poor people, the guy down there in, in uh, what, Summertown or whatever said he had a – he never did get a PPE loan, and he ran – had to close his business. The well, guy that was running Shelton, that was running for a representative. I would, I would probably guess. I would, I would strongly guess that he called the wrong banker. Uh, <laughs> I guess he did. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were making. It was a good business for banker them. Banker wasn't his uncle. You know how that works. No, it was a good business for them, and and uh, you know the the banks that got all over it, who learned how to process those things and make those loans for their customers. Yeah. Uh, did well with it and uh and that was the whole key difference to what i heard around the community if you- well begrudging those kids that went to school to get an education and and got in a lot of debt and i'm not saying all the debt was necessary but they got in a lot of debt trying to get an education so they could be more productive in 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 this society and then to get a hand up to re- reduce the some of the loan debt that that doesn't really hurt me i don't think it, it, it I, I don't begrudge them for that well maybe they should you know i'm back in my time i didn't have all that debt so it's a different time different era i'm not sure and that I, I begrudge the people what i do begrudge is joe biden and the government trying to buy, buy well, you, be, you begrudge joe biden if he cut a fingernail you know how well, that works you know I, i've talked to some families you know the what what i always worry about is the the person that the democratic party just doesn't see at all and that's a person where husband and wife work they got a car payment they got a house payment they uh hopefully after they do that after they make those payments they got enough money left to go to kroger walmart or foodland and buy groceries and these are the kind of people where when their children get to college age they want to send their children to college usually and uh, the children want to go to college, and they get to college age, they get these onerous loans. Student loans are a terrible deal. And then the parents may borrow some money themselves, and then they work to pay it off. And then they look around at somebody who, you know, is not working, is not struggling, is not trying to pay it off, and all of a sudden Uncle Joe forgives their debt. No, these kids are not. These folks are not shucking their responsibility. They're trying to pay off their loans, Dell. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Well, I don't know of anybody that's not trying to pay off their loans. I know some folks got loans and they're paying them off. Well, that, so if they get a hand up, what's wrong with that? Because it's unfair to those who. The world's not fair. Well, it's, 
It's just, and it's a blatant. That's, that's it's the a, same thing folks a, tell us sometimes. The world's not fair. It's a blatant attempt at vote buying too, and uh, and and people resent that as well. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it's just it, it's a tough subject for a lot of folks who's got it made to to sit there and look at what's happening to help give people a hand up, and and I realize that. Uh, but it's always in this country pay forward. You pay Social Security, you pay forward. Well, it's you not a pay, it, you it, pay forward. It's not you know? necessarily a hand up, and it the thing is, it's a, a hand up to some, or a help to some, or you know, a forgiveness to some. And others have been people aren't. It's not fairly distributed. Some. The, the people who are really mad are the ones who've worked like crazy to pay off their student loans. Well, I realize that. I realize they're upset. You know, well, they didn't have anybody in office to think about that, just like the tax breaks. The tax breaks went to the rich people when Trump was in office. And, yeah, the poor people got left out. What, uh, what could they do? Nothing. I miss York. That's a it's whole different discussion. It's always going to be that, have and have not. That's simply not true. And the tax code that's in place when Trump was in office is still the tax code that's in place now. Gave millions of billions of dollars to the very, very rich. Well, so is that 1%. is that what Biden's doing now? Tax code hadn't changed no, a bit. No, he's trying to get he's trying to distribute some aid to people who work every day, who are people who are hustling and struggling and can't afford that a is home. The, the Democratic Party does not see people who work. They simply don't see them. They can't have no empathy with them. They don't understand them. They just divide up the country based on gender identity, race, what have you. That's Name all they see. That the Republicans have come up with to help the average poor person. It's Name called, a, it's called <laughs> full employment, Mr. York. Free market and capitalism has done more to help Free market capitalism has done more to help poor people than anything that's ever created by government. And and you know I I'm sorry, Mr. York. With regulations, yes, Ron. With some you don't regulations, need regulations. Yes. That's what you don't understand, Mr. York. Fundamentally, regulations gets in the way of free markets and growth and capitalism. It's just well, a way for the government like to, to, to put their thumb on the scale. It doesn't work that way. Doesn't look like this country is still hurting. They they got more billionaires last year and this because year. Because of capitalism, you got a higher standard of living. Even the poor people in this country, Mr. York, have a have a smartphone, have credit cards or, or, or riding in cars. I mean, you compare well, our middle class that? in America to the the middle class in Venezuela and your yeah. socialist uh, and idealistic country. You're trying to tell me Nancy Pelosi sitting there in front of a twenty five thousand dollar refrigerator hadn't even put gas in her own car in years. She understands working people. No. <laughs> Has no clue how they live or what Elected they do. Elected officials have some prerogatives, Bidell. Has no clue how they Nancy live Pelosi, or what they do. You would take advantage of it, too. If you were Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden, you would take advantage of every available perk. She ought to be in one of those movies where, you know, all of a sudden the the pumpkin vanishes or something and she has to go out there and actually put gas in her own car <laughs> anyway. yeah that'd be a funny movie that would she be. Just, you know, her face looks like a picasso she's had so much you know it's like a ransom she's note. very smart very strong she's not like a sarah palin who lost her election <laughs> i could I, I could see can you even see nancy pelosi being able to like go out and rent an apartment she would know how to do it yeah, or AOC. AOC can't figure out how to live on one hundred eight thousand dollars a year. Uh, you know, she she and she wears these dresses. I don't know why y'all pick on the strong women. Pick on some strong men. 
or y'all like, just misogynistic. Not, not too mean, so bad. You just picked yeah. on Sarah. You just picked on Sarah Palin. You want to talk about well, misogynistic? Said, yeah, well, you just did. You just did the same thing again. There's that democratic hypocrisy at its we're best. We're talking about women. You Clinton, just did the same. Women. Yeah, and you talked about Sarah Palin, and you used and, misogynistic. And Nancy Pelosi. So yeah, I, I brought some. Yeah, so don't start finger pointing. Pointin'. That's what Democrats do. Don't start finger pointing that he did this. Well, and you did the Nancy same Pelosi thing. First. You just did the same thing. Okay. I didn't point. I didn't bring Nancy Pelosi's name up. Delk did, and then when he and then came you up, brought up Sailor. Then you brought up Sailor Sarah Palin, and then you brought up misogynistic. That's what debate is about. Yeah, but it, it, you started the name calling after that. So and what we were talking about is Democrats who I understand just how it works. I didn't call anything. We weren't talking about Nancy Pelosi. We were talking about Democrats who understand how working class people live and uh, name one anybody if, if you if you can name me a program that the republicans have helped working people i you know I, i'd like no, to we, know we reject that. the premise that, that you don't need a program there aren't full employment programs is the program. helped anybody well, well, the world poverty was a disaster the world drugs was a disaster what I what program you, you, you have this mindset that something government you have this mindset, Mr. York, that somehow you cast your lot with, with congressmen and senators in, in Washington, D.C., for them to come up with a program that makes you do well. You, you understand how silly that is? Well, I'm not. That's You're not waiting silly. On a program. What program you want? They are legislating things to help the working people. That's what I'm talking about, Ron. Not a pro, whatever they do to legislate. That's how our country you think operates. Forgiving student loan debt for the top third of the people that went to college. That you know, if you you went to work right out of high school at a plant or an HVAC company, you don't have any student loan debt. You think letting these little dilettantes with student loan debt off of ten thousand dollars helps working people? What's wrong with it? Help people. What's wrong with it? What's wrong with it? We have to pay for it, Mr. York. It goes into our deficit. It goes to our deficit. It goes to everybody else. I don't want to pay your student loans. If you don't value your college education enough, pay it yourself. I don't want to pay it. I keep telling you, people are paying those loans, but you don't seem to believe the truth. You know, you act like they're shirking their loans. They are paying the loans. There might be multi-trillion dollars worth of loans. Of course, that's that's just. I can't think of a single democratic program, if that's what you want to talk about, that's even been proposed. Might help working class people. Either some money to help you train to install solar panels. Good luck with that. (laughs) Healthcare, Obamacare, ACA. Yeah, they right. Really yeah, go the, talk the, to anybody who's trying to do affordable that. Care ups, the Affordable Care Act really made health care affordable. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people benefiting from it, Ron. You may I not, know, but I know of no one. I don't know of you anybody. Know, I mean, it raised the premiums for the rest of us to benefit a few, you know, people that just know how to do If pay you live in a bubble, you probably don't know anybody, Del. All right, we're out of here. I mean, I, 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 anybody who thinks that Democrats have helped working class people, come on in the studio right now. We'd love to hear from you. They don't even see them anymore. They don't understand how they live at all. They just do not understand. I bet you, I bet you the Democrats know more about they working do, people than They the don't understand what it's like to get a paycheck, make a house payment, a car payment. They just don't. And the because reason none why the Republicans do. don't cater to the poor people, they can't write checks. They, they, they don't see those people at all. All right, let's take a break and come back.
This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Men, this is for you. Stop and listen. Every woman has a secret desire to have diamonds. I can say this because I am a woman. When I put on my ring or put on my earrings that my husband gave me, I feel special. Stop by Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia or Lewisburg. Let us help you find a special diamond just for her. For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 6 p.m. two nights a week. Call us at 931-388-8452 or visit us online at beckdentalcare.com. How about a win? How about a win? How about a win with top prizes? How about a bid for a win and a play for quick bucks? How about a win? About a win with a win and a bid for one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, ten dollar quick games, the best cash games around. How about a win? About a win with a win and sold at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer. Try the new instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. They're loaded with top prizes from fifty up to five thousand dollars. Get them before they're going, going, gone. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. One lucky Powerball player will ring in the new year with a million-dollar win. Powerball's New Year's Rockin' Eve VIP experience is back with a chance for you and a guest to score the trip of a lifetime to New York City for New Year's Eve. Win exclusive access to epic events and a chance to be the first Powerball millionaire of 2023. Announced live on Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Enter your Powerball tickets at TNVIPRewards.com by October 30th. The Tennessee Lottery. Please play responsibly. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. It's grilling and chillin' season, and Hiller is giving away backyard freebies all September. This month, when you upgrade to a new tankless water heater, we'll give you a free Yeti Tundra cooler, or get a free Traeger grill with any new whole home generator. And we're offering special zero-interest financing for up to 48 months on select new HVAC system replacements. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Happy you'll be, or the service is free. Call the Happy Face Truck today. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound to watch old bandit run.
All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view, Tuesday edition, our first show of the week. Because I uh, hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. I am dude number three, Del Kennedy. Uh, dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Gas prices done dropped 84 straight days. Oh, yeah. Thank it's you, gotten... Biden. Thank you, Joe Biden. Oh, it's gotten really cheap. Thank and you, take... Vladimir Putin. Yeah, and I tell you what, I will, I will take... Uh, it, you know, I, I'm 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 making book right now. There's nobody Democrat or Republican out there who doesn't believe that gas is going to go out of sight the minute the election's over. And uh, Del, Del, you can't you can't say that honestly, Mr. York. Give him a compliment that he got the gas prices down. It's just he's <laughs> he buying our vote with our own oil. I thought Putin. <laughs> It's like it's like you catching a house on it's like starting a house on fire. Force your tongue to say, Miss York, you can't. Job dropping it's, it's those you like, can't like honestly tell me, Mr. York, and pouring a little bit of water on it. Say, so see there, I help. Yeah, three hundred and fifteen thousand jobs created. You cannot honestly tell me that you don't know and believe the gas is going to go straight up the minute the election's over. The oil companies are going to do what they've been doing, Dale. Yep. Okay, you just said yes. I'll take that. All right, Clayton. Yeah, you just said yes. All right, Clayton's all I tore up. I come from an oil state. I know what they do. Clayton's all tore up. Well, then why are they lowering it for Biden right now? What's the deal? What's going on between them? All right. Taking the zero. Yeah. They wrote him a love letter. All right, I'll tell you what. Clayton's all tore up about this. You know, over the weekend, Black Lives Matter got sued. Uh, it seems that $10 million went out the back door in suitcases. And uh, surprise, surprise. And this fellow Bowers is the one accused of doing it. I don't know who Bowers is. His name is Shalomya Bowers. You know, one of those names you can't figure out what it is. And uh, But instead of the usual, you know, we ain't took nothing. This is all frame, blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> listen. Kind of like the Tennessee representatives, the all uh, 17 of them. They're not guilty. Yeah. Listen to, the, listen to what this fellow Bowers <laughs> says. I mean, this is a, uh, a, an unusual. Kind of like Casada. He's not guilty. I mean, and his chief uh, of staff. Because Glenn Casada can't talk like this. L- l- listen to what Bowers <laughs> has to say. Uh he accuses his accusers of fail, falling victim to the carceral logic and social violence that fuels the legal system, says Bowers. He continues, they would rather take the same steps of our white oppressors and utilize the criminal legal system, which is propped up by white supremacy, parentheses, the same system they say they want to dismantle, close parentheses, to solve movement disputes. <laughs> movement disputes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just took $10 million. That's uh, a dispute. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean yeah, that, that, that's a that, that's a whole amount. He's, that's $10 million worth of words right there. <laughs> you know? Well, if he if he's guilty, he ought to pay the price. Well, he'll talk his way out of something. But, Clinton you know, Foundation didn't. most criminals do. Your former president tried to talk his way out of keeping that top secret material. Well, he is in a very fancy way saying that uh, he wants to completely dismantle the legal system and impose uh, 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 anarchy and tribalism, Uh, and that's uh, 
that that's what he wants uh, uh, some sort of a, you know there there'd be some sort of chief you know a dictator and and anarchist tribalism which is, would be the government that's that's a fancy way of saying that and uh you know let's talk about the red death speech which you know made in front of liberty hall which this day and time is just a joke philadelphia y'all people around here talk about atlanta philadelphia is a basket case yeah you need those marines behind him to protect him yeah the red death the the reason they did it in philadelphia and near independence hall uh, delk is because hunter found out and heard there was some crack at the liberty bell there you go (laughs) i mean there, there is nothing that's got to do with independence uh in philadelphia anymore it's these kind of people like this bowers who are intent to take this country to a, a fascist tribal anarchy and uh yeah, and, that, and that speech was so divisive i mean it was just it was mega republicans extremists and the threat to democracy that's, that's, that's 70 million people oh, clear and present danger a clear 70, and present danger 70 million people voted for trump are, is 29 percent of our population our voting population that's a minority million He's right. Half the voters voted for Trump, probably 48%. Some might argue 51%. And the rest voted for Biden. It's not It's not like a small fraction. You know, 81 million versus 75 million odd. Right? Wasn't that the number? I don't know. Somewhere like 70 some odd million people voted for Trump. You call them criminals and threat to democracy. It's like a Stalinistic. Yeah. The extremists, you know, he didn't I mean, say all Republicans. He said the extremists in the GOP. No, no. He said all ma- The next MAGA. day he walked it back. And that's true. He said MAGA, true. M-A-G-A. He MAGA, said all Trump, Trump supporters, supporters are a clear and present He didn't say all. He, he hey, said the extremists. That Ronda, Delk, I no, he didn't. You, I sent you the verbiage that that Biden said about the F-15s, and you didn't. you read it. But then you came up with something else. I can't, Miss York, I can't argue with puddingheadness. I'm sorry. What Biden said, this is the F-15 remark. Now, what Biden said, you, you can't part. And if Trump had said this, Mr. York, you would be saying that Trump said he was going to use F-15s on the people. You would be saying it all day long. And you've got a double standard, and Clayton is zeroed in on it. And that what he said was, somebody somebody remarked, as they often do, that the purpose of uh, the Second Amendment in the context in which it was passed was not so people could go hunt rabbits. They were, it was so people could get their guns and hunt oppressive oppressors like the British, which they did and overthrew them. And Biden says, well, you can't, a gun isn't going to help you do, overturn an oppressor anymore. You're going to have to have an F 15. Now, that means, ipso facto, that if if you oppose the government, he's contemplating using an F-15 on you. There is no, no other no. logical, Miss York, there is no other logical extension. That just defies logic and truth in his words. Let me read what I sent you, Del. Let me read what I sent you. I read it over Biden and over. He says, if you're going to attack the government, if you're going to attack the government, you're going to need an F-15. Well, why would you need an F-15? Because an F-15 is being... because it's talking about the right-wingers. Well, you're right. If you, you would have to if use... If you're a right-winger, you're going to need an F-15, not a gun. That's what he's saying. All right. Well, why would you need an F-15? Because an F-15 is being used on you. 
Lighten him out, Walt. Correct. A man with horns, Mr. York. Mr. York, you're just calling black, white, white, black. It's nonsense. Mr. York, a man in face paint. I've read it. Go ahead, read it. For those brave right-wing Americans, if you want to fight against the country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. And why would they? Those right-wing rioters, they need more than just a gun because what he implied is the government will be a, bring the full force of the government on whoever's out there. Yeah, yeah what, what he implied bingo. is, yeah, bingo, Mr. York. What he implied yeah, is the government will use the F-15 on you, so you better well, have one when you come. Oh, Mr. York, that is just ridiculous. It's like January that, 6th. All these people are in jail. You read that stuff, man. Mr. York. No. You're, uh, you're just calling black right. If, if the government's not using an F-15 on you, you don't need an F-15. Your failed actor in, in painted face in a Braveheart outfit almost took over the government. I don't think. Yeah. They're scared death of him. And, that and guy well, getting there and cause anarchy, I don't think. It, you know, it's it, it, it's getting worry. ridiculous that you, you pass all that hog dolly to your listeners and, and lead them down the wrong path. Well, Mr. York, you've given them the Looney Tune alternative. I'm sure they'll take it up. Uh, you know, and I'm sorry. I, I hate to say that, but that that is just you, you. That is just clear that the president's contemplating the use of F-15 on MAGA supporters. Uh, I just read you what he said. He didn't that, say it, that the government was for you. You cannot. Anything. You cannot draw any other logical conclusion. I'm a lawyer. I mean, they're... I don't care if you're the Supreme Court justice. That's wrong. That, that is clear evidence of a premeditated. Uh, Conclusion to use F-15s uh, if an insurrection occurs. I tell you what, not to go off subject, but they're dropping like flies at CNN. Did you see where John? Yeah, but did you did you see that after the Red Death speech, this reporter we all heard of at CNN called for mass arrest? Yeah, and he got he got he got fired the next day. Oh wow! Yeah, you still see a red wave, Del? You still see a red wave? I don't know, Mister Yor. I really don't know. I don't. Um, I think probably the Red Death speech may. Uh, did, Ron, did your did, did your children see uh, the Lion King? Or my my grandchildren have been watching it. And Clayton, you've seen the Lion oh, yeah. King. Oh yeah. There's that. There's a place in it where Scar, the evil would be Lion King. You know, makes a speech all in a bask of red glow, and you know he's just evil, just you know saying evil things, and we're going to kill everybody, and you know I'm going to be the dictator, and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, and so here comes Biden in this red like scar glow, like in the Lion King, uh, saying that they're clear and present danger. And all MAGA, he said all MAGA supporters are a clear and present danger. All Trump supporters are a clear and present danger. He didn't and say all Trump. He said the extremists. He, no, he did. Mr. York, the next day when he was trying to walk it back, he said that. But in a pre-prepared, written, reviewed, uh, staff-written speech, he said all Trump supporters. And yeah, it was scary, and it was really that speech was even more scary in his native German when it was originally given fifty years ago. Yeah, you're exactly right, Ron. And I think that speech might. The be- reason why it's scary, you think you think Biden's speech is going to open the ears and the minds of people who supporting Trump, and it seems to be working too. 
I think no, it's going to motivate them to get to the polls, and so the red wave may be coming. It'll I be mean, that speech, was just, that speech was just pure evil. I mean, you make a speech? And also, he said he said it was, it a, was a threat, speech, not a political speech, Mister York. What a lie! Take Air Force One over there and say it was an important federal government speech when it was nothing but a swing state where Doctor Oz is running in Pennsylvania, and he's making a political speech. But he wrote it off as a, as a government speech and didn't t- treat it as a campaign event. It was nothing. You mentioned MAGA Republicans and your enemies. It was nothing but a campaign speech. It was a complete lie. It, it, was, it was a lie from the beginning. Amen. Well. Your former president told a whopper lies. You know, nobody, and they're still following him around with rallies. Somebody who's the one of the dumbest men in the world, and y'all flock around him like like geese. It just doesn't make any sense. I well, wonder what's you know, going on. And Biden is called a civvy fascist. You know, um, I mean, it, it's he is he is motivating people to come vote. Uh, Republican all day long. And well, I can say, be careful what you wish for, Delt. You just might get it. Well, you might get your dictator. What What's true is, though, I I, I sort of doubt Biden expressed his personal opinion. The next day, he expressed his personal opinion uh, when he walked it back and said, "No, not, they're not all, you know, semi-fascists." But. He- but the speech, the, the speech was written by the Democratic operatives, and the speech reflects the position of the Democratic Party today. And he called all Trump supporters a clear and present danger. It was dark. It was, and and listen, these are the clowns who choose to have the red lights too. I mean, that didn't Those happen that- by that didn't happen by accident. And those that talk civil war, those that talk about overthrowing the government, they are a clear and present thing. The only one really talking about overthrowing the government is the Democrats. They're the ones that talk about F-16s and all the, you know, they think that you need to listen to some of those representatives up there in Congress, Ron. You don't listen to enough of that. I listen to everyone. There's a plan to over. There's a a difference between overthrowing the government and electing Republicans versus Democrats. I mean, it's a silly. It's just it's a confluence of words that are wrong. They're talking about changing the representatives in Washington from Democrats to Republicans. That's not overthrowing the government. You guys are just being little wimpy babies crying about that. Well, come no, on. That's why you got that. some of the extremists getting elected to primaries. I guess nothing's not wrong jobs. with that. Extremists. You call the word extremist, you, you know, you don't ever define Mastriano, it. Tomorrow, extremist. tomorrow we'll go through the definition of fascism and it's clearly illustrated by Joe Biden's speech that he 